0: Welcome to the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Yvette, a corporate dropout with 30 years experience in marketing and leadership. These days, I leverage my skills to do what I love, and that's to support you to grow your dream business with magnetic marketing and mindset strategies. I'm all about showing you how to build a business that loves you back, which I call Lit Up and Liberated. So tell me, are you ready to turn your marketing mess into abundant success? let's go hello my friends welcome 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 I hope you're having a wonderful week wherever you are whatever part of the world whatever week it is I hope you're doing really well thank you for being here this week I am sharing five tips on how to improve your copy and I'm talking about copy for social media posts emails all sorts of copy you are catching a replay from the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Facebook group. That was a conversation I had last week, fresh off the press, May 2021, which, gosh, I got so much feedback from that I then decided to run it as an Instagram live. Well, loaded it up onto Instagram TV at least. And to also put it onto the podcast. I love to do that when a piece of content I create gets so much positive feedback. And this is a topic that I'm particularly passionate about, and I know that every single one of these five tips is going to help you improve your copywriting. So with that, I am going to jump into the conversation. I'll be back at the end. Today, I'm going to talk about one of my most favouritest topics, and that is elevating your copywriting skills. And this is an area that I have seen with, hi Kim, with most of my clients, most, most, like nearly all, when it comes to writing copy, and I'm talking about for social media, for emails, any and all types of copy. That they find it challenging and it leads to procrastination and overwhelm. So, I thought it was a really fantastic topic for this week's training session. And I have decided to share with you five specific tips to help you elevate your copy. Now, of course, there is much more to this than four, four, five tips, uh, but I'm going to give you some really high value and actionable tips that will help you. It will absolutely help you. And the reason that I'm so passionate about this outside of that, I've experienced quite a lot of struggle and challenge with my clients is that I appreciate that it is not something, writing copy for our own marketing is not something that we've ever been taught how to do is absolutely not the same way that we were taught to write in school or in university, at least not when I was growing up, Uh, that it it requires of us to think about writing quite differently because the goal of our writing is to, well, it is to educate but it's more to, to gain connection, build relationships and hopefully create appetite for what we have to offer as business Business owners, right? And so that is not the way we were taught to write. It's more similar, to be honest, to how we write for business. Trisha, hello. It's more similar to to how we write for business. And that is why this is an area that I'm really strong in. I actually trained in how to write effectively for business. And it is far more aligned with the way we need to write for marketing and copy Uh, than what we were taught to write um, like in school or even college, university, that sort of thing. So that's where I'm coming from. This is simple tips for you to help you write more confidently, more powerfully, and to inspire and influence more of your audience to take the next step with you. Okay, so five tips. Number one is write as if the person on the other end, is eight years old. You want to keep it simple, simple, simple. Seriously, read it back out to yourself and think, could an eight-year-old understand this? Am I making my point that simply? So important, right? We don't, as humans, want to be reading anything difficult. And particularly when we're in Our inbox, or we're in social media, the last thing that we want is to be bombarded with trickiness. We are there as humans who are seeking to gain inspiration, education, knowledge, fun, whatever it may be. So it's really important that you're acknowledging that in your audience and writing for that. Number two, talking about audience is considering your audience first. When you're writing copy, it's not self-serving. It's not about you. And look, it's very tempting to make it about you because it feels so personal when you have your own business. And it is important to tell your stories and I'm gonna get to that. But what's what's really critical is that you're writing this, keeping in mind not just an eight-year-old, but keeping in mind who's going to be reading it and telling those stories in a way that connects with that human. So it's much more about them and continually coming back to the question, what's the value I'm providing here? What value is this writing providing to the person reading it? So when I say value, yes, we do want to learn, but value can come in many forms. So it can be in laughter, that's valuable. It can be in empathy, that's really valuable to feel seen, heard, understood. It can be in the form of aspiration, seeing somebody doing what we want to achieve and therefore demonstrating it's possible. There's lots of ways that you can add value in your copy. But importantly, remember that that's why you're writing. That's why you're writing. It's to add value, form connections, build relationships with the people in your audience that are there to form a connection with. Okay, so that's number two. So so far we've covered Writing so that it's as easy to understand as if an eight-year-old was reading it. And the second one is keeping your ideal audience, your soulmate, client or customer in mind while you're reading. Number three. Now, this one is very much about how it looks. I just said this, but we want it to be simple, easy to read. And I'm going to use the words easy on the eye. That's the kind of copywriting that we are going to feel drawn to. So what I'm talking about here is short paragraphs, keeping it well spaced, changing the length of the paragraph from paragraph to paragraph. It kind of keeps the flow better using emojis, using checklists or tick lists, keeping it short and to the point. These are all really critical components for you to get read more. That's why when you see the way that I write posts, they are very flowy. They're very simple. Hey, Becca, they, are, they draw your eye down. And let's be honest, when you're writing, the goal of every paragraph or statement even is to encourage the reader to read the next to read the next paragraph, to read the next statement, to keep going, right? So keep that in mind as you're working on your copy. It's like, am I holding attention? Am I keeping this relationship in mind as I'm writing? And how am I helping them keep reading and stay interested? And part of that is how it looks. It is how it looks. So consider this as your crafting how your copy looks on the page and the same is true in when you're writing an email as when you're writing social copy although when you're writing social media copy you're going to be even more generous with things like emojis. This keeps it interesting for the reader okay so that's number three. Sorry that was not yeah that's number three. Number four is tell stories. We want to we are are drawn into stories, we want to read your stories, we want to hear the detail and take us on that journey. There needs to be a narrative, there needs to be an arc in the way that you're taking the audience from the very beginning through to the end. So yes, you need to have a beginning, you need to have a narrative that goes through the arc of the story And then you need to have a clear end point rather than just throwing a whole bunch of content together. But importantly, we want to hear real stories. Real stories, specific examples. When it comes to your language, we want to hear things like, if you say I was reading a book, we want to hear the name of the book. If you say an example of this is a red car we want like we want to hear it it was a Datsun 1985 model and this this is if you're talking about something that happened in your life a long time ago as an example these the specificity in your stories makes it so much more relatable and it adds a little element of kind of humor especially if you're telling an old story so keep coming in with specificity. The more examples of specifics the better. So if you're talking about somebody use their name. So I'll give you an example of this. In an email a few months ago that I wrote to my full mailing list I told the story of how kids aren't nervous about selling. You don't grow up thinking I hate selling We're not born with that. We learn to hate selling. And that's why, as children, we're out there with lemonade stands. Or in my case, I was out there picking the mulberries off the neighbor's tree in the back lane, in the back lane, stealing, stealing them and selling mulberries in ice cream buckets out the front of my house. Right? I've just given you a real-life example of me telling you a story in a way that's more interesting. I could have just said lemonade stand, but no, I went into the specificity. Now, I was getting to children and how they do this naturally. So my one of my very best friend's son loves selling things on eBay, like loves it, obsessed with money, obsessed with selling, and we like this as kids, right? We're not scared of it. And so he, at 16 decided that he would sell his bedroom furniture on eBay. No conversation with the family. And in my email, as I told this, I talked about my friend Simone and her son Mackenzie. And Mackenzie sold his bedside table. And Simone heard somebody at the front door, went to the front door and opened it to find a man who said, I'm here to pick up my bedside table. And she's like, you got the wrong address. This is, you know, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Only to hear Mackenzie call out, no, mum, it's all right, it's all right. He, he did buy the bedside table. He bought it off me. And she's like, what the what? Okay, another example and a very true example from my life of me telling a story but not leaving out the details. I, I told you that it was eBay. I told you the name of my friend. I told you the name of... My friend's son. And these are all actually real people. You don't have to use real names. You can use other names. But what I'm getting to here, and hopefully you've sensed this, is the more specific in how you're telling your stories, the more they're going to connect. All right. So that was number four. Number five is be succinct or be short. Oh my goodness, this is where I see people go wrong, right? They just talk, talk in the writing. Too much, too much, too much. Same information over and over and over again. It's like war and peace. Short is better. So when you're reviewing your copy, and yes, you should always review your copy before you post it, delete half of it. Like go back. Do you need it all? Do you need it all? Delete paragraphs. Delete sentences, delete long words and replace them with short words. Delete, delete, delete. You want it to be succinct. What is that saying? I was gonna write a long, sorry, I was gonna write a short letter, but I didn't have time, so I wrote a long one. That is so true. Writing short, compelling copy requires a lot of editing. Spend your time on the editing, not on writing an essay. Like that is not what we're here for. That is not why we're allowing you into our inbox or we're following you along in social media. Keep it short and to the point. So a lot of these five tips that I've just given you, they relate to each other, right? So the first one was write to an eight-year-old. Again, no long words, short words, simple words. So those two kind of have something in common. Keep your audience in mind. So even though in some, you know, some instances telling our own stories is the best way to build connection, tell them in a way so that the audience is actually benefiting. They experience this value exchange through the way you're writing. Make it easy to read spaces, emojis. Oh, thanks, guys. Spaces, emojis, like reduce delete joining too many joining words like and don't do like I don't even know how to say this articulated well but right no there is it's theirs no it is it's it's the joining words you want to minimize them like people are not reading them they're skimming so cut cut those down as well. Storytelling. Be specific. Specificity is, that's a long word, sorry, but specificity is your friend in being read more and shorten everything. So that's it. I'm glad you've appreciated this. I know it is an area of opportunity for most to improve in. And that's why it is such a big part of the Momentum Mastermind. There is an entire module where we go through everything I've just spoken to in a lot more detail. And I'm also there to help you and copy, edit, or at least receive and provide direction on the way you're writing, Um, especially when it comes to things like your sales pages, your offer pages. Oh, thanks, Kelly. Great to have you on. Um, I'm there for you, right? So if you're feeling called to come into the Momentum Mastermind, we are open for application right now for just over 10 more days. We've got seven incredible women already on the inside. And I don't talk about this a hell of a lot in the in the offer page, but I do provide copy support because, as you can hear from me, it's something that I love something that I enjoy doing and I can typically work through something quite convoluted and give you the key points so that you can cut the thing right back and make it more compelling shall we say all right that's it for this week all right all right I'm back to wrap up the episode thank you again for listening I hope you've enjoyed it and before I sign off I did want to share that the Momentum Mastermind is now only five days from closing for application. There are nine awesome women on the inside now. We are holding space for you if you are ready for massive momentum in your business over the next 12 weeks. So jump on into the show notes and book an application call if you are feeling called. I would love to chat to you. Other than that... I'll be back in your ears soon. Have a great one. Bye for now. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur podcast. I trust you enjoyed it and hope that you get busy sharing it around. On Instagram would be fab, with your friends. Leave me some stars. I would love five. Go on. Go on. Do it. A review. Well, that would be even better. For more from me, head to the show notes now and make sure you do join the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Facebook group where we continue the conversation. Bye for now.